from the Friar. This is Ellie. This is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. Today we'll be talking about Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 11, Worst Dinner Party Ever. Oh, I have an update. What is that? Sports with Ellie. You ready? Yep. NCAA basketball is currently going on, also known as March Madness. Alabama just lost and broke my bracket for the fifth time. So no one's ever had the bracket right, like ever. Oh, I think, really? I, I think there's an award. If you get it right, you get like a million bucks or something. Yes, that could be wrong, but is. I think there is. No, there is because I entered for it. My hopes for, <gasps> really? yeah, my hopes to becoming a millionaire were taken away and like. Mine was game two. Yeah, like first three hours. <laughs> From the moment we filled out the brackets, which was the night before, I had that small window of I could be a millionaire. And then it ended at... You had the opportunity uh, yeah, to be yeah, a millionaire. Yeah, the opportunity and it ended at like 11 a.m. Oh my God. Don't worry, guys. I have 15 points out of a max 177 points. Yeah, I think... Where are you placed in our pool right now? In our pool or look at this bad boy. My rank of all people. Oh. <laughs> it's only like 1,205,000? I'm up there. Nice. <laughs> Okay, for my championship game, don't laugh. I have Gonzaga, solid choice. Yeah, I think it's solid, but then I got Houston. Oof. So <laughs> Oof. I'm counting on some upsets, and then Houston gets right in there. My final's pretty trash. I think I have UCLA against Arizona. You have end. UCLA taking it all. Yeah, that is. And they, the first half of their game, no, their game went pretty much to the final minute. So I did not. Yeah. Do not feel confident in that big. Basketball is the only sport that I really follow, but not necessarily college basketball. So when I fill out my bracket, it's mostly, I look at the stats, but that doesn't mean a lot to me. Sometimes if I don't know, it's based on the mascot. Right. <laughs> Who'd win in a fight? Yeah. We have the dogs, mm-hmm. Gonzaga, against a letter U and a letter H, which is not fun, oh, but that's oh okay. Oh boy. Let me know who you picked. I'm curious. As someone that does not follow college basketball much, but a bracket makes it like 10 times funner to keep up with all the games because there's games like all weekend, back to back to back. And that's oh, super fun. Shout out to, I think her name is Clark in the women's tournament. She mm-hmm. had like 27 points. Yeah, killing like a- it. Let's get into this episode though. Kind of the overall theme is everyone's one month anniversary, also known as halfway through the experiment. Noi and Steve. Steve is playing basketball with his brother, and we're still talking about Noodlegate. But aside from that, he asks, is this my new role? Meaning being kind of more domesticated. And yeah, it is. You don't have a traditional job. It doesn't sound like you're doing any contract work right now. I think he just needs to accept this more domestic role. He complains that Noi doesn't do a lot. And so that's why he's happy to do this role. But I think she would if they were both had a traditional work schedule and i just think right now she doesn't feel the need to i feel like folks online have are coming to the same realization that noi just needs to hear the plan like he hasn't really expressed even a semi long term like the short term plan is just like i'm freelancing but that's almost not enough for her as an answer i don't think it'd be enough for anyone he doesn't say yeah. anything, at least that we've seen. Even 
I think even like a one-year plan she would be okay with. And it seems like he's maybe given her in the next couple months, like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I want, tell me what kind of contracting gigs you're going for. Tell me just anything. I'd be happy with anything. And then show me steps to do that. Because one of her complaints is she is more, how do I say, not motivated, but she is more driven, I guess. Is how she kind of described it. Do you think this is just uh, a smokescreen and they're going to make it, but there's like nothing going on in their relationship to feature any kind of big arguments or things that would sort of make the viewers question like, oh, it could be a no on decision day. Well, I definitely think this is like their one issue. They're totally fine otherwise. When Noi was speaking with her friend... She says something that I find very interesting. She says, I love him, but love isn't everything. And I'm kind of calling bullshit because literally love was everything from day two on. You had to hear that. And now that you heard it, it, well, it's not everything. Okay, well, then why did you need to hear it so bad? Aren't the vows like sickness and health, rich or poor? Yes. But the base of that is love. Yeah. But in this point, she says love isn't everything. I'm like, well, love is a lot of it. And she didn't really accept when Steve said that in his own way. For example, when they were on their honeymoon, he's like, thank you so much for telling me that. I'm working towards that. I really like you. Mm -hmm. But to him, that's kind of saying love isn't everything. I want to know more about you. Mm. They're just kind of switching roles now. and It's weird. Yeah. For their anniversary date, Steve took Noi into the city They looked really cute in their summer outfits and their little unique sunglasses. I loved it. Steve got Sushi a fancy leopard print outfit to go with the outfit that he also got Noi. And Noi got Steve a Polaroid camera. They went on a sushi dinner kind of cruise? River cruise? I was trying to figure out what to call this. Yeah, like a river cruise thing. Excursion with food. (laughs) Noi says, we can't just walk away, except for that one time I did, but whatever. (laughs) I, was I fucking, think she was joking. I was dying <laughs> when she mentioned this. Noi says that they need a plan for what's next. She brought up money and the job issue. Steve asks if she has noticed his effort in having those conversations more often. So I think they are finally moving in the right direction. It's not as vague. No, I, I took this as a defensive move by Steve by saying, I've been trying to bring this up, but you... Don't commit to the conversations. I don't think so. Maybe we'll have to rewatch this part. No, I took that as he's asking if he's noticing the effort in that he is trying to have those conversations more versus he Mm. seemed to always shut it down before. As in, oh, you just don't get it. Or, you know, we're fine. Has money ever affected you? Instead of being defensive that way. So that's how I took it. Who knows? Everything's edited so much. But not a whole lot with them this episode. No, back to there's not much going on. That's why, yeah, this is that's their only storyline. Which, which is fine. That's a good sign yeah, for the overall yeah. relationship. Mark and Lindsay. Mark quit his job and he's wanting to let Lindsay know that he's looking for a new job. Lindsay said that she would like him to take his time and to find something that he really loves with good hours. When he talks about his job and what he's looking for, she really starts reaching, and it was so annoying. She says, you need to work on getting to know me and this marriage. Do you know about him and this marriage and what he likes and what he wants? Or is it 
only about what you want. It's interesting because she mentions, she's almost like turning it on him by saying, everything that comes out of Mark's mouth, it's about Mark. Mark this, Mark that. What about me? Yeah. It's honestly, I was pretty confused watching this. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What yeah, is, like, what how did we get there? Out? This guy just told you, like, he's looking for a job. Like, how did this blow up into something <laughs> way into left field? I, I did not understand that. Mark says kids are so far from now, not even in my head. Lindsay responds with, what I hear is I can't worry about you, Lindsay. Okay, and we're is, back. Isn't that the the proof of we hear what we want to hear? Mark says nothing close to that, and no. that's just how she translates it. We're still it. trying to talk about a job and what it means and what it'll look like and how it looks like for them, and we are back to Lindsay, and we're back to Lindsay, and it it's never not about Lindsay. Then we see Mark and Chris shopping for an anniversary gift for Lindsay. Loved seeing Chris. He's so I was surprised. Thoughtful. Everyone online thought that we were going to see an Alyssa sighting. It didn't happen. Yet. I'm concerned that we're seeing Chris this episode. We're going to see Alyssa in an episode or two. She's going to come in and talk to the girls about their decision. She's going to be no. the, um, not mediator, but the friend you bounce ideas off yeah. of. Okay. Trust me. I want no <laughs> ideas bounced off of her. Didn't someone mention online, like... Alyssa's like the ghost that just yes I heard she just keeps hanging out at the rooftop and at people's apartments like go home go home do are these your only friends a girl don't you have a whole set of real friends why are these people that you met for one week your top priority friendship red flags I wonder if she's playing the long game like if I stay close (laughs) to the individuals that are having screen time their image will be boosted. If I'm attached to them, my image will be boosted. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm hoping that they only invited Chris back and then we still never see Alyssa. It's kind of like that thing by association, right? Let's say um, Katina is on Instagram and she has a now has a shit ton of followers. And then she's always posting with Alyssa, tags Alyssa. You know, now Alyssa gets more followers. It's kind of like sticking with the popularity or the friends, that kind of thing. I wonder if she's got the long game. <laughs> I'm Maybe. sure. Or she's, or she's just a creepo that wants to hang out at a modern apartment. I don't know. Go home. Chris was very thoughtful when he was bringing up the plants, the stones, the meaning. And Mark agreed that's very Lindsay. It looks like Lindsay's apartment in this store. So very good connection. Later in the interview, Mark says that after bowling, they just went home, went to bed. But it was still awkward the next morning. I will die on this hill. He has no idea what Lindsay said in that bathroom. But I swear they showed a shot where she was yelling and like people were reacting to her. But we didn't see him reacting. He could have been outside with Chris. He could have been far away sitting on those stairs. I don't know. For for an adult to be in a bathroom yelling that loud that people outside could hear you, that's a big signal. Yeah. Mark brings up one really important thing. And I talked about it while we were watching the episode. He brings up all the times that Lindsay has said that she was done. And he's never said that to her. Is it almost that's her way of, you need to chase me. Because she, she even, men- she even yes. mentioned, like, I need to be chased. I need to be wanted. Yes. Um, Those big fish chasing her. Maybe her thing is, I say I'm done, but I expect you to come chase me. A hundred percent. I don't like that. Mark took Lindsay glamping for their anniversary trip. Mark has definitely never made a fire before. There was lots of blowing, even though it was was, already going. Yeah, it was already lit. And plenty of logs already caught. Just just let it chill. It's good. 
I thought the uh, setup was really dope. Like, I would go. I would, too. I would do a glamping. They had the TP option, but there was also, like, an A-frame. Yes. And a pizza oven. Perfect for us. That was cool. You were not a fan of how they were making pizza. Well, no. But here's my bigger issue. Is we always act like the people are planning this. Mark is not getting all this stuff for camping. The wonderful interns set this all all up. All of the dates have been set up by production. Right. They did not. I bet they didn't even come up with the idea. Okay. But something we found out, they might not come up with the idea, but folks do give each other gifts. Yes. And I do think that, that they actually give each other gifts. And we found out some couples do not. At least not on camera. That evening, Lindsay and Mark are going through their wedding photos and watch their wedding video. Lindsay said, that was cute. Mark says, that was cool. It felt very not... Very warm, I guess. Maybe he was just recalling like how buzzed she was at the wedding. Maybe. Like... Lindsay starts tearing up and Mark says he feels bad for the, all the fights that they've had. Then Mark is tearing up and says it hits home when he heard him say that he will always protect Lindsay. These are kind of the cool things about the show. 30 days in, these folks did not know each other at all. And they actually have pretty strong emotional connections to these individuals Trauma bonded. Whether if they, if it's been a lot of fights or if it's been really positive, even going through the process of like having a fight is sort of there's like a there's like a connection there. You wouldn't even waste your time on something like that if you didn't really care. You would just I'm not gonna fight with you. Like it's stupid. Like I don't even have I don't even have an emotional connection with you. That I, would, I don't know you. Like I'm not gonna. That fight is my with worry you. if I got on this show. Yeah, yeah I, mean, like, I don't I'm not care. Gonna, I'm not gonna fight with you. This no. is stupid. Exactly. But they don't do that, which means there is like a there's connection something. Maybe it's the people. contract. Maybe, but <laughs> it is fascinating that being with someone like so long in a condensed period, how fast you can. Yeah, I was bummed that we did not see Lindsay give Mark anything. Right on camera. Yeah, nothing. And you're right. It could be edited and chopped up, and that would suck. But that would also be foul on production because then you're maybe the GIF was a sexy time nighttime thing, and like they don't want to. They're not going to put that on camera. <laughs> I guess maybe. But yeah, that was kind of foul. Katina and Isaac. Katina is talking to her friend and talks about still being guarded. She said she's taking it one day at a time, but that Isaac feels like a safe place for her to open up. We see Katina surprising Isaac for their anniversary with a gondola ride. Gondola? Gondola. Isaac is at a complete loss for word. He's so excited and says that they've really had a bounce back, that he and Katina have been doing better, and that Katina has been showing herself this last week. Wasn't it wild that Isaac was self-complimenting at the end of their date? He said something stupid like, your man's so great or something like that. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why are we talking about you? Okay, let's get back to the boat ride. You and I both mentioned that being lovey-dovey on a boat like this and there's a stranger right behind me. I'm pretty private. really fucking awkward. Agreed. I'm pretty private. Like, it's a cool experience, but I don't feel like being romantic. I'd probably ride the boat and be like, oh, look at these cool views. I know. Yeah, same. That's how we get along. (laughs) If I remember right, I remember reading on social media that Isaac got Katina a charm bracelet. And I thought that was really unfair for them not to show it. It makes me think Lindsay might have gotten Mark something. Because right, I was talking then, mad then, shit. Then as a viewer, you're just like, well, he didn't give her anything? Yeah. What the and fuck? she planned a whole date for you? Nothing. If so that's true, it's like, why did they leave that out? Okay. That's where I think the show is really lacking at this point. Before, it felt more wholesome and 
documentary style. And now I feel like they paint the villain and then we're, we're going to chop everything up to make sure that yeah, that person is still keeping that identity. The, the storyline creates conversation. Yeah. Versus showing what actually happened. And then allowing viewers to sort of form their own opinion. Mm-hmm. You're sort of leading them to a certain uh, certain path. Not a fan. No, me neither. Because I'm here for Cody Airfinger's reality TV. One show that we have watched that we feel does this really well is... Um, Terrace House. Yeah, Terrace House. It's basic. It's interesting. We've talked about it it's, like 10 times on this show it's already. Hey, we're getting new fans, so they need to... They need <laughs> That's to, right. They, they need to know about Terrace House. They need to know about Terrace House. Terrace House is a show filmed in Japan for a Japanese audience, right? So every some individuals, very few, do know English, but the show is predominantly like in Japanese. So you know, watching it and you're reading subtitles. But the show is really fascinating because they basically say we're gonna put these individuals into a house. They don't have to form relationships at all. They can just be friends. They can no, and they still work and they still go, go yeah, to yeah, school yeah, at this they, time. They, they live their life. They're students. They're adults, like working. They're doing all kinds of things. Sometimes they go on dates outside of the house. It's they really don't have to form right. romantic relationships with anyone in the house. They form close bonds, but there's, you there's, see them go out for dates. There's and some, stuff. I guess, participants that have been on that because everyone asks, like, "Hey, why'd you decide to go on the show?" And some say. You know, I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to live this experience. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is I feel like that show does a really good job of, you know, you can tell when someone's falling for someone, but they're just showing you, like, what's going on in the home. And so there's no interviews. Like, there's no... No, it's literally just... Footage of them living their lives. Yeah. I think the only thing that's has to be planned is, like, the production has to tell them, like, hey, we're going to come film... Mm-hmm. during this day or like maybe you guys could like talk in the same table versus everyone being dispersed throughout yeah. the house but yeah the fact that it's sort of we're just gonna be here you guys can talk about whatever you want to talk about yeah. whatever's going on but we're it's not gonna really like really good and it's really different and you see how different the cultures are and how they express themselves or talk to each other so for example in there if you say that you're dating someone that's a really big deal yeah there's also a Almost like an innocence about everyone yeah. because they, they are so welcoming and kind to someone that's mm-hmm. new. But anyway, that's a show you should definitely check out. And I think they do a really good job of like just showing the viewer like what's going on. And then you could form your own opinion about liking someone or not liking someone. More to come on that show. Yeah. At the end, we'll I'll talk about this and kind of future plans we were talking about kind of really casually. So we'll talk about that at the end. But to get back to the episode... Michael and Jasmina. Jasmina has me wrapped around her finger. <laughs> she has everyone. Because she could be, we know, we were all like very When, when Jasmina's in a good mood, smiling, everyone is rooting for them to work. Yes, exactly. So during the last episode, we saw her in the not greatest light. And we're all just like, man, we all saw the nicknames that came out. Jasmina. No one liked her last episode. And now she's being so kind and loving and sweet and happy and saying that she's going to work on kind of these things. And I'm right back in. 100% rooting for them. Love them. Want them to work. Some folks online are like, I'm not falling for that shit. I am. She has me. (laughs) A lot of people are straight up before we saw the you know, the preview for the next episode. They're like, she is not into Mike. Like, I can read through her. Like, no. She is either playing us or something or 
making him feel like he's got a chance. But no, a lot of people are thinking like she's just not into him. I'm ready for her to break my heart again because I'm fully in again. Do you feel like when you see their scenes together, they don't have like the chemistry of someone you think is falling in love? Oh, it's, it's, it's off. Like fairly forced, if you will. Yeah, but just because of how she acts, I just don't think she's. I mean, we see it in the next time on. She's like, I have no feelings for this person. And that's how I feel. Like, that's the sense I get when I even see them together. Michael speaking with his friend about his and Jasmina's communication issues, as well as the issues around vulnerability. Michael mentioned that he changed his schedule for Feeny, the dog, Mr. Feeny, and paid attention to what Jasmina likes and dislikes, but realized that he needs to pay attention to what she wants and needs, not what he thinks she wants and needs. And I think that's really important. And I'm glad that he made that distinction because I think she was, she's even mentioned that before. The perfect example is when previously she said, I want you to talk to me. And I called bullshit on that. I was like, you don't want this man talking to you all day, every day. But later in the episode, he did say, now I get so excited to talk to you when you come home. I want to hear about your day. And so, I mean, if they're really communicating that well during that week, that's what she wanted. That's what she said she wanted. I wonder if they'll get to a point where either one or both of them realize they're not meant to be together in that sense. Yeah. But they could be friends. Maybe. that's Maybe that's what's meant to be with them. Because, yeah, she's not in it. Michael is so romantic. It was so sweet to see in this episode. It was like a whole day event. He woke Jasmine up with breakfast, flower petals on the floor, candles, fruit, beautiful presentation. She said she loved it because it looked like she did it. <laughs> Why did I think that the pineapples were a taco? I don't know. You <laughs> said that too. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You got a taco. I was like, oh, nope, honestly that's, down that's, though. If you woke like, nope. me up, flower petals, candles, and tacos. Dope. Whoa. Flowers dope. and tacos. Okay. Yeah. Just letting you know. It's just a big breakfast burrito. <laughs> I, that's okay, too. <laughs> they're enjoying their time together, looking at wedding photos, and then they're going to rewrite their vows now that they know each other and recite them to each other later that night. Michael then, later in the episode, took Jasmina to a candlelit dinner at the wedding location. I have to say this. Men who wear suits, especially tight suits... Oh, here we go. Do not put a bunch of stuff in your pockets. This did make Mike look a little corny. Especially because it was a light colored suit, you can really see everything. As to where if it's a darker color, you can kind of get I mean, away with a little bit more. You know, my man's got, you know, iPhone 13 Pro Pro Pro. Big ass wallet. Yeah. It looked uh, like some other things all just jammed into the front. It also pockets. makes your legs look funny. Yeah. <laughs> like funny shaped. Get your merce. Just You know, get those little thin wallets, put it on the inside, jacket pocket, do a little... Yeah, why wasn't his phone in the jacket pocket? I don't, you know... Because that's what... Way better, it won't show anything. Throw a little thin wallet in there. Yeah. If you can get away with it, don't put anything in your pockets. If you do, make sure it's small. What do you think about light-colored suits in general? I'm not a fan, but (laughs) I look good on him. But I'm super biased. All of my clothes are black, gray, dark blue. Like, I only wear dark colors. Another shade of gray. (laughs) Yeah, so... When I look at suits, I also really like dark colored suits. When I go with you to shop for suits, I'm like, look at that nice black suit. Look at that nice blue, almost black suit. Like there's no, there's not much difference. I think the idea was good. Also, I did enjoy that every anniversary was very different. It was. You know, someone's reliving 
wedding, the whole wedding experience, essentially, which is Mike and Jasmina, uh, gondola ride. You have new memories. Yeah, like a camping trip. Like I do, I did enjoy that. Everything was way different. It wasn't like cookie cutter. Let's just have all of them do the same date. Good thankfully, job, yeah, lifetime th- staff. Thankfully, it was not that. Thank you. They read their vows to each other, and they were very sweet. They had a way better first dance this time around. Way less awkward. Way more intimate. Michael says he feels like he's falling for Jasmina. I don't think that's going to be reciprocated. Then Michael says something interesting. He says Jasmina cared enough to fight for the marriage. I did not see that again. We could, you know, they like to do their editing. Right, right. But I never saw any indication of her fighting for this relationship. Especially last episode where we saw her basically turn down the exercise to help the marriage yeah i wonder what happened to make him change his mind did they have like a one-on-one conversation and we know this is only a one-week difference mm-hmm. so what happened in the you last know, few days they, to make her have fight they had for conversations it? of how they could work things out or work together i'm not sure but apparently something happened yeah we'll see jasmina seemed so happy with how the day went the nightcap was a beautiful kind of recreation of the top layer of their wedding cake. Then shit hits the fan. There's a party bus from the apartment to dinner. Uh-huh. Everything's great. People are popping bottles or enjoying their night together. Doesn't seem like any bad energy even between Lindsay and Katina. Right, right. In my notes, I wrote, Lindsay is immediately Lindsaying. Stop petting and touching Mark. His face, his neck, his head, his arms. Just stop you, touching you him. You can tell. He does not like from this. From the get-go, he's uncomfortable with her doing that. And she keeps doing it. Or more of, especially in front of people. Yeah. Like, maybe when there's not people looking at us. Maybe that's like cool. me and you when on in the boat ride and we're like, oh, we wouldn't, me and you would not be romantic. Yeah, like, maybe he's just like, there's people around. Like, don't stop. Yeah. Like, touching me. or I, I don't know. Like, not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you think you wouldn't mind, but maybe she just does it in a weird way that he's like, stop touching like, my <laughs> well, head. Well, it felt like it was so much. It wasn't like a nice, like, one little you're head not like, rub. You're not like rubbing my back or something. She was like, just, like aggressively petting him like a cat. Like, yeah. it was weird. We find out that Noy and Steve consummated the marriage. They Good for them. Wow. See, things are still progressing. Like, they're doing right. well. Right. And then Lindsay just starts talking mad shit about Mark, which... Can we just never talk shit about our partners in front of them and in front of people that you're not real close with? Like, just don't There's keep your arguments between you and your disagreements. You can have your girls night. They can have their boys night. But I don't know. I'm just not a fan of bringing up shit in front of people. It's, I don't know if that makes me weird or it's fake. Hard, no, it's just no, not no. my thing. It's, it's hard on this show because you're, you're all going through an experiment and you should be... I don't know, getting yeah, feedback from people. Of like, no, hey, how are things going with you guys? No, isn't like, this dude don't got a job. Like, she's not saying that. I mean, to her friends, she has like a But kind of, I that's think the only that's thing better. That, See, I'm like, not, I don't know if me saying this is right. Maybe it makes me fake. I don't know. I just, it's not something I'm going to do. Lindsay says she's been all in since day one and Mark is giving her a lot of whiplash. Why do you have to say that right now? Doesn't she the one that says she's out all the time? She's though? done. She's done. She's done. She's done. All, every episode. But... He's the one giving her mixed signals. Then we kind of go through the couples, talking about where they're at in their relationship, what has worked, what has not worked. Steve and Noy are coming to an agreement that they need to compromise in how they deal with conflict. For example, Steve giving Noy space, but Noy 
kind of coming to him when she's ready versus leaving, which is good. Right. We know that. putting it out for the whole world. That's true. To read into. Going to him before she goes to others. Katina says she feels like they have a solid foundation. Isaac follows that up with, he feels like they have great chemistry, but questions if this is a marriage or a friendship chemistry. Dun, dun, dun. And everyone is just so confused. They don't know why he's saying this. They were just doing great. They were being all lovey-dovey at the table. Then he follows that up with, it makes me question if this marriage is real. Then we see a flashback. On the bus ride to dinner, Isaac saw something in Katina's phone that pissed him off. But he decided to keep that anger in, not talk to her, wait until the end of the meal, and then bring it up in front of everyone and throw her under the bus. You know what's interesting? What? Katina mentions, I don't know what he's talking about, but in, in the her headshot of her interview, she says just a second ago, we were like kissing and being all lovey-dovey, yeah. but he knew he was going to bring this up. Yeah, because he says, it could get real bad if I bring this up on the cameras in front of everyone at this table. But you waited for this moment. You waited the entire meal. You can see everyone's plates there, the, the wine half drunken. Drink, drunk. Also, does that mean like, <laughs> You were just being fake through this whole meal. Yep. Because he was waiting for the most impactful moment to do it. Like He didn't have to say anything. They could have just after... He clearly was faking putting those feelings away for that long. Why not continue it until you get to the apartment? Right. And you can actually talk with your partner. Because he wants to strategically do it. It was kind of odd. I don't know why he needed her phone. Because he had his That's phone. what I'm saying. Also, and he this, didn't go to a, the phone app or the message app. He went straight to all apps. Well, if it's like, oh, I need to see something, whatever, like we were talking about something. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's my phone. But then he's like, okay, home, look at all yeah. apps, scroll. Went right I'm to like, those T's. Like, he knew what he was looking I was for. Like, I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, Are you trying to like find the M's for messages? And why did you need to do it right then? If you thought in your head, I need yeah. to snoop in her phone, you, why you, did it need to be now? Are you trying to go to like I to like iMessage? Because like, why are you going through like the bottom of all the, like looking at all the apps? It's not like this app was on her home screen. But, we, you know, we find out it's a dating app. But here's the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you just go to the settings of the app, you can see the last time it was used. I or opened. I don't know. Okay, on Androids, I think you can. I don't know about iPhones. Maybe like last activity, but but the fact that it, they've like opened it or something, mm-hmm. it, it would already be skewed. Okay, well, where I'm going with this question is, if she could show that it really is just sitting here, let's say the last activity on it was six months ago, mm-hmm. would he care? You know, probably, probably not. My only thing was... And hey, I'm on Team Katina here just to put it up front. My only thing Don't was... Don't even. <laughs> if you were going to go to the process of like signing out of like any app you have on your phone realistically, at some point you're like, well, I'm done using this app and you sign out. Why don't you then just delete the app? You have so many apps on your phone. Well, that's the, well, that's, my, that's the whole devil's advocate because I do have like... You know, in your whole lifespan of using your phone, like you were like, oh, I need this one app for this particular thing. Yes. You don't go back and delete the app because it's like, there's it's just, just like, there. it's just there. And there's like a, too much, you know, there's just too much going on in your life. You're like, I don't give a shit. There's one no. fucking extra app on my phone. It's got like a hundred, 256 gigabytes <laughs> of memory. I don't give a shit. 
I, I can get it. And especially if you have a fuck ton of abs, yeah. you're probably like, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So I get it. She shouldn't have that as a married woman. I Okay, that's fine. But he didn't even let her talk. She couldn't say anything. One more point, please. Is You really sound like you're on Isaac's no, side no, here. No, no, no. One more point, though. We, oh, we're going to talk shit about Isaac. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. <laughs> if you are going on a, a marriage show, wouldn't you at least go through your phone and delete these apps? Would you? I think you would. You'd be like, uh, I want to be kind of committed to the process. Let me make sure I ain't got no weird apps on my phone. Okay. Let hear this part. Maybe she signed up for the show not being fully committed and then she fell for him. Fair. It's like, hey. I'm he, just saying that's a possibility. Like, not he, that that's he could what be happened. an asshole. I just he could be an asshole. Uh, he is uh, an mm. asshole. Alright, then we can get to their, their conversation because that was it was not okay. I mean, from the moment this popped off and he's embarrassing her in front of everyone, which he did on purpose and strategically yep. did, mm-hmm. he would not let her explain. He would not let her talk at all, even if, yes, we all agree, yes, you shouldn't have a dating app if you're married. But in, in this situation, she was single four weeks ago. He was dominating the conversation by speaking over her, interrupting her, and controlling the flow of that conversation. Like, he was going to win at this mode no matter what. He didn't give a shit what she said. And it was kind of gross. It was disgusting to see because not only are we talking about tone and intention behind words, like Jasmina, yelling. when Jasmina says that Mike was yelling, oh no, 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 this is yelling. <sighs> yes, Mike, no, Mike is talking with you. Yeah, he's not yelling. This is, yeah. Compare those two conversations. <laughs> it, it was just so hard to see. This woman is just getting completely bulldozed every week. I did like that. She clapped back. When he's like, and now you're rolling your eyes. She's like, well, yeah, I'm fucking rolling my eyes because you won't let me talk. Yeah, but what am I supposed to do? Just, you want me to shut up and just take it. Fuck no. I am still amazed that she puts up with some of his shit. I, it's so sad to see because like, I think. Don't fucking talk to me like this. I'm fucking leaving right now, actually. I don't got to sit here and listen to you yell at me. But she really likes him. And so she's putting up with all of this shit and that sucks because I want her to have the self-confidence and the self-worth to realize this isn't it and you deserve so much more. That was some pre-calculated shit though. Yeah, it's disgusting. That was at the dinner table. Yep. That was that was some shit. I'm never trusting you. Like, yeah, I got this shit on my phone, but you don't even let me talk and you premeditated how you were going to deal with it's this like, to have the most like, impact. No, fuck it's that. It's like Lindsay with keeping the receipts. It's yes. like he... Locked it in, waited a good 30, yep. 40 minutes. Hmm, I could say something, but, you know, it'd blow up. Yeah. Why'd you say that? Why'd you even You're say You're a fucking that? child. Yeah. No. Never trusting you again, just as I would never trust Lindsay again. And this is why they're the same fucking person. They are so similar. And it's not a good thing. Like, similar in very bad qualities. They take receipts. They wait to say shit to be most impactful. They throw shit in your face. No. They dominate conversations. No. Didn't, didn't Lindsay mention that at the dinner table? Yes. So we, okay, we should talk about that as well. Lindsay was the first person to defend Katina, but she did not do it in the right way. It was almost like, you know that meme that's like, hey, fellow kids. She did that with saying this bitch. Okay, that's not your homegirl. You're, we're finally at the point where you guys can be in the same room and not have shit talking. Why do you think that that's your homegirl? 
it was just weird. And then Jasmina tried to you kind of... You ain't my of, friend. You ain't no. my buddy. I ain't your bitch. Yeah, exactly. Don't fucking call me nothing. We're not cool. Why do you think that you're going to use kind of this more intimate term? You could have just done what Jasmina did and say, I think this is what's happening. She doesn't know what's going on. But no, we had to make this whole thing. And then also, I, it didn't I, mean anything. Lindsay's personality is, is so loud. It like she needs to be eyes on me. Yeah. I know he just did a thing, but let me break it down for all of you. Eyes on me. She just can't read the room. She can't understand what, how she, like what energy and what tone that she needs to come into a situation with. Because the way Jasmina spoke, totally fine. Hmm. Yeah, she was trying to explain the situation as well. But saying this bitch, you know, me and O, we're like this. We're, we're so similar. I don't think you guys should be mentioning that. I don't think you guys should be admitting that. You guys are both have not the greatest communication or personality qualities. Don't, don't hype that up. It's weird with Isaac. It's just, he's had a lot of moments to generate fan hate. It is incredible that they're still together to me. To me, it looks, I'm like, wow, I would not take this. No, no. Like you said, we are four weeks in. I'm not. I'm amazed you're still in this. Not attached to you in four weeks. Like, it's just not. Which is what we were just talking about. Like, wow, the fact that they are having these arguments and like they're willing to put up with it, like there is some kind of connection here. Yeah. Because if it was us and like we didn't, (laughs) I'm like, I am not fighting with you. I don't fucking know you. I don't care. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll sign in right now. (laughs) I'll swipe. I'll do it. (laughs) Auto sign in. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Shit's hitting the fan. I just keep saying it. It really is with everyone except like Noy and Steve. I I think they're fine. Okay, so should we do middle point predictions? I think that's a great idea. Okay, let's do that. Hold on. Let me... Let's start with... We'll have beginning season, midpoint, and the day before the reunion. I don't even want to know what my prediction was at the beginning of the season. It was was It was a mess. Ours was shit. Yeah. Noi and Steve, go ahead. Uh, It's a yes for me. Yep. I say... Wait, are we just saying yes or no? Are we saying what person says yes and no? Oh, um, I'd just say they both say yes. Agreed. Well... Yeah, for them, I only have one response, and they both say yes. <laughs> yes. Mark and Lindsay. That's a wild card. Both say no. Oh, no. I don't know. All right. Mark says yes. Lindsay says no. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to lock mine in, but that's, okay. I, I get it. I get yeah. it. Katina and Isaac. Both say yes with the asterisk that we saw a photo of them together. I, I say both say yes, and I would say that even if I didn't see that photo. They better have, well, he better have the most massive growth in one month. Yeah, he better. But she, He uh, better not I'll, be still treating her like this. I'll say yes with an asterisk. Cause no, there's no asterisk. We got this. No, there's an asterisk, the spoiler we got. Okay, well, I say that even if I didn't see that photo, I would still say they both right. say yes. All right. Michael and Jasmina. Michael says yes. Jasmina says no. Agreed. Fully. Yep. She's not here for this. No. And that's it. Because we don't have Chris and Alyssa. So maybe two couples? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 That's being real, Watch, real Noi, nice. Noi and Steve are going to be the fucking, everyone thinks yes and they say no. Maybe. Maybe they're both like, this just isn't working out. We like the person, but we respectfully just don't want to be together. Because I can see that happening too. Yep. Our picks are going to suck. I know. It's like the NCAA tournament. It's shit. <laughs> the brackets are broken. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Shit. <laughs> we should make brackets for maths. Okay. Let's do that. 
a like t- next season tiny ass bracket yeah like a little boop, boop, boop. well no because i want to make sense because yeah, it's, it's not like one people and, are it's like one and done <laughs> okay never mind all right so going back to terrace house we did discuss possibly covering terrace house the thing that's preventing it is we have to really commit to this though it's not like a 20 episode season it's like a real long season yeah like some seasons it's again the way they film this there's actually no I believe there's no set length of how long a season can go. It's more of like this season's cast and like the storylines. And eventually there's like a natural stop. Yes. But that means like a one season could be, you know, 60 episodes. Yeah. One might only be, you know, 20. One might be 30. Yeah. So in one of my favorite seasons that they did, well, in all the seasons, in all the seasons... If a cast member decides to leave the house, they are replaced by someone else coming in. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see how that shifts the dynamic in the house. But the season doesn't end because people leave. No. No. So we're constantly getting new people. We're seeing how relationships change. It's nice. It's fun. I'm just saying it'd be really good if people are interested in it. But I feel bad because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. No, definitely not in our audience. No, but it's a great show. So highly recommend. Might do Sister Wives too. Throwing that one around. Yeah, the rewatch. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should put we, out a we, poll. We, we have talked about Sister Wives. Starting from the beginning. 16 seasons. But some seasons are like 10 episodes. So toying around with those. Stay tuned. Maybe I'll do a poll. Because 90 Day is going well, to end. Well, it might not be fair. Because we have definitely a lot more fans. That for listen, Sister Wives. For yeah. Sister Wives. <laughs> we have like two fans well, that Maybe we should watched. just do a couple of Terrace House. Like if we have a couple weeks to fill between... Because once Maps ends, we don't have anything for this slot. Mm-hmm. So we could always throw in a couple of Terrace House. Do people like it? Right. We can continue. If not, let's move on to something else. Okay. Sorry, we're talking about all of our business here. <laughs> anything else? I mean, that was kind of the episode and our no, predictions. You know, I hope I hope your bracket's not busted and you become a millionaire and oh, yeah, enjoy I your hope. life. Very fun. Next year, we should do like... A from the fryer bracket and we can just all compete oh, against each other sick. i didn't think about that until just now that would be sick all right next year we're gonna have to do a bigger reward though oh yeah like 50 dollar amazon gift card that'd be fun yeah i did a work one and i'm giving someone cool. like the teeniest amazon gift card <laughs> yeah just tell people like dm me your email and you know you could do a fake name if you want oh yeah you, know, just, you don't have to give me real info at all. or put your twitter handle whatever like yeah. as your name whatever All right. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.